Welcome to Side Effects with an A. When effect is normally used, it's a noun. It's already occurred. Effect is a verb meaning action. Action influences outcomes. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. We will provoke you to think differently. Side Effects, where problems are defined, solutions exposed. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. Hi, Anne. Hello, Scott. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, I see a bunch of gurneys out there in our conference center. It's like a crash clinic out there. It is a big blood drive at McGowan Bravender. Yeah, it's really great. It so is. We've got that going on all morning. And even though we're in a studio here this morning, if you hear some noise, it's just maybe a door shutting or some people coming in for their appointment. That's a nice gift to give back. We have a guest today, Tiffany Reed. Hello. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks, Thanks. for being with us. Absolutely. Tiffany uh, comes to us. She is uh, an employee of McGowan Bravender. We're grateful to have her. Thank you. She's got a terrific background, one that I'm crazy about. <laughs> she used to work for uh, Disney. Yes, yeah. Uh, which is a terrific company. And her title is Health Management and Engagement Specialist at McGowan Braybender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we asked Tiffany to join us today. She had the opportunity to spend some time with our clients this week and talk about health and health management. And we thought for our clients that couldn't make it in that we would share some of the things that she talked about with the group that she met with. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us. Absolutely. So you had an event here yesterday. And the title was Beyond Wellness. Correct. So why do you say Beyond Wellness? So we talk a lot about um, empowering healthier living at McGowan Braybender. And we talk a lot about health management uh, being a big implementation of your wellness plan. So still implementing those wellness activities to keep up morale, but health management as in implementing biometric screenings to really find that clinical data and adding in preventative exams to make sure that people are staying on top of their health on the outside instead of just the inside. So I hear a lot of companies, you know, they'll talk about wellness. And um, I've always said wellness is like the word love. Like, I love ice cream and I love my wife. Uh, Fortunately, in completely different ways. So when you talk about, because you talk to a lot of employers, Mm -hmm. and they all say this word wellness. And then you've kind of transferred that into this health management spectrum. So I think that's why you came up with this term beyond wellness. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking to companies about wellness... So let's just say activities. What are some of the activities that people think are effective that maybe aren't effective? Sure. So a lot of people um, try to implement walk to Key West, 5K challenges, different eating fruits and vegetable challenges within their groups. While those are all really good, you can't really tell the ROI of that. You can't really tell if this person's eating fruit fruits and vegetables every day, are they healthy? Are they truly healthy? You don't know what's going on on the inside of their body. I had one employer tell me that wellness was like trying to shovel smoke with a pitchfork. Mm -hmm. So if you can picture that, um, you know, how do we recover from that statement? Because we know that there is value to these things that we call wellness, which is why we call it health management, because it's something we can measure. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done a lot of things. And I've thought about a lot of things. <laughs> I've never thought about shoveling smoke with a pitchfork. Yeah. 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 But there you have it. So So when you talk about that, so well so activity based, and then transfer us into health management. 
Okay. So we usually talk to our clients about the first step of building that health management culture is implementing biometric screenings. So a biometric screening could be on-site or it could be just the employee going to their primary care physician. That biometric screening will test for five different risk factors, uh, blood, uh, blood pressure, glucose levels, HDL cholesterol, triglycerides, waist circumference, and that is able to tell that, that employee if they are at risk for other chronic diseases in the future. Yeah, so the one thing that I want to point out about that is you named those five risk factors, which that cluster of risk factors is called metabolic syndrome, if you have three or more of those, but only one of them you can see with your eyes, and that's the waist circumference. Yep. So the importance of getting that screening and the importance of knowing that information because we can't just walk around and pick out the unhealthy people by looking at them. Yep. And when you're implementing biometric screenings, not only is it helping each employee understand if they are at risk, but then if they are at risk, they are more likely to go establish that relationship with a primary care physician and get treated properly. And then also, um, employers can implement different programs and solutions within their company so we can help that employee work on those risk factors. Yeah. So the employers that came to hear um, what you had to say yesterday, it was actually, I saw some pictures on on Facebook or online. It looked like it was pretty interactive. They were up and participating and writing things on the wall. What were some of the things that those employers were hoping to get out of yesterday's session? What, what did you hear from the participants? So yesterday, I gave a lot of statistics, statistics about how many employees within their company are out of range for different categories of risks. And I could have just stood up on stage and gave them those statistics, but that wouldn't be as fun and interactive, and it wouldn't, they wouldn't remember it as much. So I played a game about the prices, right? Um, guess that number. So that way the um, uh, employers that were on site were able to interact and they were able to give their guesses and then see the final answer. And so then it would resonate with them better. Yeah. What were they most surprised about? Um, I would say about how many don't get enough physical activity on a daily basis. Company size of 195 do not get enough physical activity. Also, another big statistic was... Um, 77 of an employee population of 100 struggle with stress on a daily basis. Yeah. So, I mean, basically that's almost 100%, and in the second case, three-fourths. And so what types of things, when they found that out or when they heard that from you, what were their next questions? Like, well, what are you going to do about that? Sure. And then that's when I led into the employee population that are struggling with these different risk factors are then leading to those that are getting to that chronically ill leading to that diabetes, those cancers. So if we're able to fix this and put in programs and solutions prior to these risks happening within their employee population, we can hopefully help decrease these numbers. Yeah. What percentage of, of employers that you talk to do you think can correlate the difference? Because some employers do it for lower healthcare cost, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So how do, we, how do we lower healthcare cost? Yes. Some employers might look at it and say, gosh, if I, if, if I deliver healthier birthdays to my workforce, then I can increase productivity. So just kind of unpack that for me. That's a great question, Scott. So according to the 2015 Milliman study, 58% um, of employers offer wellness and health management plans in order to improve the health of their employees. 24% reduce 
health care costs, and that's their reason for implementing health management plans. So we have it all over the spectrum for different reasonings, but overall, 58% want to actually help improve the health of their employees. Well, I can tell you're healthy, and I can also tell that you can read, because I'm looking at uh, Tiffany's notes here, and um, I can't read them because I don't have my glasses. <laughs> oh, and speaking of that, I left the house without my glasses today, too. So. Well, we're showing our age then. I know, so I'm not winking at you guys. I'm just trying to see. So one of the things, too, that we talk about in biometrics is a lot of employers um, sit in this world of, well, I'm just going to do biometric screenings and hope people change. Right. So I'm going to do the biometric screening event. I'm going to distribute the results to the people, and that's going to wake up people, and they're going to change. She's shaking her head no. I do not agree with that. I agree that having a biometric screening is definitely a great first step, phase one of implementing health management. I would say that then the next step is providing those people, your employee population, with the right solution. So in order to take place, you sometimes need to implement third-party vendors for that. But helping your employee population find that right solution for where they are at risk is what's really going to matter in the end in that bottom line. And so I once heard a very smart person who could possibly be sitting in this room, but I'm not sure, say, you can't make a tree grow by yelling at it, and you can't make your employees well by telling them about it. I think you said that, Scott, um, a long time ago. and that I'm pretty of, sure I read that because that's pretty profound. <laughs> well, I've, I've given you credit for it like a hundred times. Okay. Um, but, but that's sort of what you're saying, Tiffany, right? Is you can't just tell your employees something and then think they're going to take action or understand how that they should go about improving their health. Correct. Because of HIPAA being in place, um, employers can never know exactly where employees are at risk. When you have that third-party vendor um, in place, an engagement tool online, so it's able to track specific individualized biometric screening results, it's able to then tell each employee what they need to work on and where they are at risk. As the employer, employer, you don't know exactly where they are at risk. So I, I like that. So what you're saying is just doing a biometric screening event and sitting on a big old can of hope is not effective. Taking the biometric screening results, housing that information with a third party mm -hmm. where the employer um, can't look at the elements of a specific person or the results of a specific person, but can look globally across their workforce to be able to say, what's our biggest problem inside of our workforce? Yep. Where do we want to f fix it? What do we want to focus on? So if you were going to do activities, you would probably base your unpack your activities based on the global aspects of, of uh, biometrics on the, on the global workforce. Yes. And then your role is then to go after the people that have higher biometric results and provide health management strategies to drive and mitigate disease, deliver healthier birthdays to people. You so, got it. How do you do that? <laughs> so working with each client separately because wellness or health management plans are not one size fits all. So learning each of our clients' um, strategy and what their culture is like and learning about their employee population, about what's really going to resonate with them. How do we want to implement the strategy and what are the right solutions? Do we want to have an on-site nurse coach? Do we want to have them going to different programs outside of the workforce? How do we want to do this? So sitting down and really listening to our clients and what they need and where they want to go. 
What does culture in an organization, in your experience, have to play with the results of an effective health management program? So yesterday during my presentation, I said a little quote of culture beats strategy for breakfast. So your culture inside of your company is what really is going to resonate with the rest of the employees. So if we're just throwing out a strategy of, oh, I think this is going to work, I think this is going to work, but not really understanding your employee population and where they come from and what they really want and need, then it's not going to work. So we need to build that strategy around how your employees are getting their communication. Do they know what's being asked of them? And what do they really want? Get their input for what their health management and where they want to focus their risk factors on. Yeah, so that, I mean, once you've created that, which can take, you know, several meetings, several months, lots of talking, um, many resources. Once you have that plan, everyone's agreed to it. We put that in place. How do we make sure the employees actually participate? How, how, how do we hold them accountable? What's been your experience with things that employers have been, been doing? So implementing a premium differential or an incentive or a surcharge, HSA contributions, whatever it may be, we have found that when it hits their pocketbook, money is what's really going to make them change. And they are going to want to participate because nobody wants to lose out on money. Yeah. But finding that right incentive strategy for your culture is very, is important. Yeah. So I have some employers, um, many employers that ask this question, what's the right number? How much do I need to give or you know, how much do I need to give as an incentive or what do I need to charge as a premium differential in order for my employees to actually do something? Um, and I'd say it's probably different depending on the workforces, the, the pay levels, the types of work that they do. But is there any uh, national averages or statistics around what number actually drives people? So they say statistics show that that key number is about $600 annually. We do have some clients that go higher. Um, and then we do have some that go lower and it still works. But finding that key number within your workforce and what your employee population is paid is really the key to finding out. So in our next podcast, we'll talk about metabolic syndrome, which costs employers $5,100 annually. Per employee. Per employee. That has it. So you're telling me if I'm an employer and I have people in a high-risk stage, I could potentially invest $600 annually to mitigate $5,000 of risk. Correct. Yeah, I like that. I That's like a pretty that a good return on investment. That's a great return on investment. I'll take that all day. Absolutely. So... So, Tiffany, um, you know, you have a hard job. But fun and interesting. Well, you make it fun. <laughs> you make it fun. You take this terrific experience from what I think one of the greatest organizations on our planet, Disney, which um, takes uh, fun to a brand new level. And then you drive that into a workforce and you talk about something that's really complicated and unbelievably personal. Mm -hmm. It's a personal issue. Yes. And you do a terrific job. Thank you. So um, it's uh, it's big work. Uh, it's important work. And as we say at McGowan Braybender, um, we want to empower business with solutions. We want to empower people with choices. And that's your role. And ultimately, we want to empower healthier living and deliver healthier birthdays to people. So we want to thank you for uh, being with us today. Yes, thank, thank you, you. Yes. very much. Thanks for all your hard work. Thanks for being in the foxhole, because that's where you are most of the time.
Well, thank you guys for having me. And what I do here at Mago and Braybender, I love. And I love being able to go out and talk to our clients and all of their employee population to help keep keep them healthy. So Terrific. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Do you have any comments? Send uh, us an email at scott at healthierbirthdays.com or... Ann at healthierbirthdays.com. And check out our website, uh, www.healthierbirthdays.com. Thanks for listening. Have a terrific day. Thanks for listening and opening your mind. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach us at scott at healthierbirthdays.com. Or ann at healthierbirthdays.com. We hope you'll join us next time on on Side Side Effects. Effects.